you're live with BBC News. I'm Regini Vaidyanathan. Let's go back to developments in the Israel-Gaza war and Israel's bombing of the Gaza Strip has continued unabated. In the lead up to a visit on Thursday by America's National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan. Well, this was the scene in the town of Rafa this morning. The Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza says Israel's early morning airstrikes have killed at least 19 people. U.S. officials say Mr. Sullivan's expected to call for greater precision in future Israeli strikes on Hamas. There's been growing international criticism of Israel over the number of civilian casualties. And at the U.N. General Assembly earlier in the week, there was an overwhelming vote in favour of a ceasefire. Well, joining me to discuss all of this a little further is Melanie Ward. She's the CEO of Medical Aid for Palestinians. Thank you for joining us here on BBC News. Melanie, you have contacts with people on the ground. What are you hearing about the humanitarian needs at the moment? What I'm hearing from my staff on the ground is that every day which passes makes it more and more difficult to sustain human life in Gaza. That's because of the systematic denial of food, water, medicine and fuel to the civilian population in, in Gaza, including to the hospitals. And it's because of Israel's in, indiscriminate bombing, um, which has been killing so many civilians. Soon we will approach the marker where 10,000 children will have been killed by the bombardments from the air. The horrific truth is that aid distribution has largely stopped, including in, in the south of Gaza, with some limited exceptions. We just can't get in the number of aid trucks that are needed. Uh, myself, uh, Medical Aid for Palestinians, we have seven trucks that have been waiting for days now to get in, just haven't been able to. Even when they do get in, it's so dangerous because of the ongoing bombing. Staff are unable to get them to people in need. And this morning, we're particularly concerned about the patients in Kamal Adwan Hospital in the north of Gaza, in Beit Lahia, which two days ago was surrounded by Israeli troops, where there were 65 patients, including 12 children. And we're hearing this morning that hospital staff there are unable even to prepare milk formula for the babies there, some of whom two of their mothers were shot dead by the Israelis a couple of days ago. So. The situation couldn't be more grim. We're running out of words to use to describe what is happening to civilians in Gaza. I wanted to ask you about the situation in hospitals before you mentioned it, actually, Melanie, because I was talking to a representative from UNICEF yesterday who talked about how he's visited hospitals that don't even have clean water. Um, by your estimations, how many hospitals in Gaza are able to function even partially now? There are fewer than one third of hospitals in Gaza that are functioning now, so that's fewer than 12. Even primary health care centres have been taken out of action. It's completely impossible to save lives anymore. Ambulances are not functioning. The civil defence, which usually digs people out of the rubble, is unable to do its job. We just can't get supplies into the hospitals that are needed. So really, there are a very tiny number in the south of Gaza that are still providing emergency room services and as I said more and more of the hospitals across Gaza have been systematically dismantled by the military action that's that's taking place you know hospitals are supposed to be a haven under international law they're supposed to be protected and what we're seeing in this horrific conflict is that they have become battlefields themselves and for the patients who are there it's absolutely terrifying it's also completely unacceptable and we're unable to sustain human life in in this situation you know, as I said, we've got 
trucks of medical supplies waiting to get into Gaza. Now, when they do get in, we can't even get them to all of the hospitals in need because the Israelis won't let aid supplies across the front line. There was a convoy a couple of days ago that ran to the north to try to take medical supplies to some of the hospitals. Even it came under fire. And there are desperate people, children, women, people in intensive care who need to be kept alive, and we can't do that. In, from Kamal Adawan Hospital, we're also hearing this morning that some of the patients have started to die because medical staff were rounded up and detained by the Israeli military. And Melanie, just briefly before we let you go, um, is any uh, significant aid crossing uh, from uh, the Rafa crossing into Gaza from Egypt? Tiny amounts of aid are getting in. Yesterday, 100 trucks got in. But to give comparison, on a normal day in Gaza, before this even started, 500 trucks of supplies were needed every day. So it's a drop in the ocean compared to what's needed. But the main point is that this is not an accident. There are hundreds of trucks queued on the other side of the border waiting to get in. And the Israeli authorities won't allow them in. So there is aid there waiting to reach the people who are in desperate need, who are sleeping on the streets now in Rafa, who have fled, including my own staff, from place to place to place because Israel keeps telling everyone to move somewhere else and then that place is attacked. So there are aid supplies waiting to get to people, but we are unallowed to reach them at the moment. OK, Melanie Ward, the CEO of Medical Aid for Palestinians. Thank you very much for bringing us up to date on the situation, particularly in hospitals in Gaza. There's, of course, more on that story on the BBC News website where we continue to run a live page with all of the latest developments.